0: Over the past uh, few weeks, I've been teaching you on faith, and last week, before my journey this week, within the week, I began to teach you on God's promised covenants. Today, I was going to start teaching you about divine visitation. That is waiting for divine visitation, But I think I will take that next Sunday. But today, I felt very much compelled by the Holy Spirit when I was in the first service To start teaching you, to continue to teach you on what we have been looking at. Let's read that scripture together, shall we? Stop. This is cathedral. Read it the cathedral way, shall we? Uh Aha. Do you love God? I don't like that kind of year. Do you love God? Yeah. You know the song I sang now. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. Oh my soul. You know why we are singing this song. We are blessing the Lord with our mouths. Amen. And it says, sing like never before. But some people didn't sing like they sang last week. I would gather now. You are saying, sing like never before. And you are singing like less than last week. So when I give you the privilege again, just do what you're singing. Are we together? We have been looking at God's irrevocable promise and covenant for those who believe in Him. And that scripture tells me that however, in another word, whatever the case may be, however, however is a conclusive word which wraps up all that have happened before, however. Certainly, whenever you read the word however, what follows is something contrary to what was before it. Maybe before it, something has been going on, wherever the case may be. However though this has taken place, come on, there is something new. That's what you use the word however for. Now the scripture tells me, however, whatever had been your past, whatever had happened before, however, alright? It is written. I love that. It is written. No eye have seen. No ears have had. No mind has conceived. What? What God have prepared for who?
1: Those who love him.
0: So it means that this scripture is not talking to the whole world. It's talking to those who truly love God in their hearts. Come on now. So we're talking about the love of God now. Now it's talking about people that love God. Not people that God loves. Okay. Those who love God. That is, people who have responded to the love of God. No eyes have seen, no ears have heard, no mind has conceived what God prepares for you. And I love the word, it is written. The Bible says, however, it is written. When the Bible talks about it is written, what is it talking about? It's talking about the fact that this is irrevocable. If it wasn't written, maybe there could be debate about it. But what is written has been made known and explained. When you write a will and you sign it and you die, you cannot come back from the grave and change it and alter it. Alright? One of the reasons why Jesus died is to seal up the will, which is the scriptures, so that it can become the inheritance of those who fall in love with him. Okay now. Let's look together. If the Bible says no ear has heard, there is no medium who can hear it. There is no demon who can hear it. When the Bible says no eyes have seen, there is no medium or witch doctor that can see it. Access it. It's impossible. No obiyama. No necromancer. No witch or wizard. So we talk about... Ears, heart, mind, conceived, eyes, see. Or ears, heart, mind, I seen, ears, heart, mind, conceived. Eyes, ear, and mind. Alright. Let's go further. Last Sunday I was sharing with you from the book of Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11. Let's see that again. Why could ear not know it, have have had it, Eyes why has eyes not seen it, and why has mind not been able to conceive it? Because it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the law, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Now, therefore, we understand, the reason why no eyes have seen, no ears have heard, and nobody can imagine it, is because it is a plan of God for you, and it's only God who knows it. I think that should begin to challenge the theology of some Christians, who believe that some devil devils somewhere, some demons somewhere, hinder them to do something. Who told you that? Lies of the devil. Anything you did not do, once you are born again, anything you did not do, is your decision not to do it. It's, it has not got to do with devils. It's your decision. You remember I told you, and this I always say, your life today is a result of your decision of yesterday. Therefore, what you are using your mind to decide now, be careful, because it will decide your tomorrow. Huh? Do we agree together? And I said that very provocatively, that some who are young today who... You'll understand that when you are young, you need to acquire knowledge and read well, read serious, read. Read, read broad, read. Read to the place that you are afraid of yourself. Acquire most intellectual. Acquire, acquire education so much. So that when you talk in your field, every ancillary areas of your field, you have master in it. You don't do first degree and go and hang over somewhere. This world had gone beyond first degree. You do your first degree, you look for your professional course and do it, go and do master's degree. If you don't read master's, don't stop reading. You don't have to go to PhD unless you want to become an intellectual. Because your civil engineering of five years ago has encountered some changes. I was looking, I went out yesterday, I came back from New on Friday. I went to, to, to B&Q to buy some, you know, um, some stuff. And then I stumbled across uh, laser uh, measurements, um, you know, they call it laser measure. And I couldn't get it, so because the one they had is 30 30 meters. And I said, come on, let me check it from the internet. And I went to Google laser, laser measure in the internet. I was amazed that I saw one 500 meters laser measure. Look, I was a land surveyor. In the days I started land surveying, we were using what they call Gonta's chain, that is to measure distance, the forefathers who established measurement, they put loop of chains together to be able to measure. Then from all those chains loop together, we call it called, called Gonta's chain. They went into you know, some more sophisticated measurement at the time, which is steel, and then they etch it. That is what you call your tape. And then some people came with the laws of physics that looked. Steel can expand, and it is subject to various weather. So let us do a a tape that is not steel. So they use some synthetic to do tape, and that you still have it today. And then somebody came up and said, let us begin to measure with um, electronic distance. They call it EDMs, electronic distance measurements, measuring devices. And they were sending you know, pulses to a reflector, come back, I, I work with it in this world. And then because the pulse you send, we go through the atmosphere, and so we have to apply various, uh, you know, atmospheric conditions, pressure, temperature, we will have to do all that to correct the distance. And then at that time, they began to introduce laser. Okay? And laser could just do one, one meter, and then five meters, then ten meters. To do 500 meters, I said to myself, boy, they have left you behind. Because for 500 meters, that's 0.5 kilometers, we need an EDM, electro-distance measuring device, to be able to do it at least with minimal error. Now this laser of a thing that, you know, in those days we are using to do short short distance, is not doing 500. Really, let me say this to you. I have applied for it because I'm buying it. You hold it in your hand like this and it will measure 0.5 kilometers. I need that in Jesus City now, don't I? Hello. So if somebody who graduated as a Lance of your like me many years ago over 30 years ago, then you want to go and practice now and you are looking for Gonta's chain, they have left you behind It's like doctors who in, uh, when, when we were young, to, to give us inoculation, they, t- they took one, one, one uh, 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 metal like a knife, they put it in a hot, uh, hot fire and they put some oil and then they burn our hands That's why all of us have Mark here Hallelujah, somebody. And now they have changed all that. And in those days, they would want to give us injection. I can tell you this. I have cursed the doctor who injected me. I did not injected me when I was young. Because they will just punch into my bumps. I will scream. I will curse them. <laughs> that God will punish you. <laughs> but this injury you are giving me, they say you need it, you need it. God won't punish you. You need it. You need it. When they are going to somebody will hold my leg here, yeah? they are screaming. they say. Don't don't stiffen your your mom don't stiffen with your mom how can that stiffen my mom when you are going to put something <laughs> and by, by you know my father will give me a smack. bam and when he give me this smack they quickly put this in my ah but you see now that is wickedness now isn't it because the world have gone too far too far those of you born now you are born in comfort because you don't have those something anymore knowledge has increased listen to me therefore the Bible tells in the book of Ecclesiastes 10.10, 10, don't go there. When the axe is dull, it takes a greater strength to court. A greater strength to court. So what I'm saying to you is this. Equip yourself with the knowledge of this world. Don't sit down where you are and believe that life is gone. It's not gone. Life has just begun. Whatever age you are, life just began. That scripture tells me there is a plan in the heart of God. At whatever age you are listening to me, the, the major thing is this: Have you fulfilled the plan written about you? You will before you die. I say you will before you die. I was shocked when I heard that Mr. Kentucky was fired as a lawyer, and then he began to think. That's how Kentucky came to 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 bat. They say they retire you. You know, they don't retire you. You retire when you die. What do you mean by retirement? None of you in this church. Once you retire, you must retire into something. You must work until you die. The Bible says, Jesus said, my Father in heaven is still working till this hour. Are we together now? If Jesus is still working, if Father in heaven is still working till this hour, are you you as old as God? So if you work in a place and you don't equip yourself and update yourself, when they retire you, you have nothing to do. If you are a carpenter, you must be so good in carpentry that you can forge anything with with the wood. If you are a bricklayer, you must be so good in bricklaying that you can build any curve by yourself. If you are a painter, you must be so good in painting that when you paint, it can be there for years. And your skill will go ahead of you to advertise you. It is a wrong thing for a Christian to be without trade. Without a skill. Listen to me. Because what? The plans of God for you. The church of God have blamed Satan, blamed Satan, blamed Satan. Forget about Satan now. Satan has too much work to do outside the church. Are we together now? The guys out there, they're already giving him headache. Okay? <clears throat> because sometimes he will command them, they will command him too. <laughs> outside <there. laughs> Hallelujah. As a human being, they fight with the devil. They command the devil, the devil command them. No problem. But you who have been born again, Satan cannot hinder you. Man cannot hinder you. I want to show you the word of God. Anything you decide to do in your heart, that you can do. Genesis 11 verse 6. Don't go there, write it down. The Bible says, if as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they decide to do will be what impossible for them to do. Because you are made in God's image. Now, listen to me. God has a plan for you that no eyes have seen, no ear has had, no mind has conceived. Why? Because he says, I know my plan. Not witches or wizards or all this stuff. None of us have anything to blame for our failure or success. I just spoke about a boy in New Cross now. That boy just finished his GCSE. And he had 12 A stars. This is cathedra. He didn't do anything. You think somebody had 12 A-stars by just going to Sainsbury's and picking it on the shelf? Somebody, a young boy had 12 A-stars. Now, when some people are having 12 failures, some children are having 12 F. (laughs) He had 12 A-stars. Now, let me say something about this boy. Why did I pick on this boy? This boy came from a family that the father was bashing the mother and beating the boy. So the place where by the boy was telling the dad, but why should you do this to mom? It's not good. And the man slapped the boy. And the boy would go up into his room all the time, crying and weep and weep. And when the the, the news came to me, I sent for the man. So when the man came, I said, why do you beat your wife? And he had several excuses why he should beat the woman. And I said to the man, what about your son? And he had several excuses why he should beat the boy. And I told the man, look at me. Apostle Williams, that you know, seven years ago is different now. Seven years ago, I was just a minister. Okay? today... I'm a custodian of the law. Okay? If you raise your hand again to beat this woman, I will make sure you go to court. And I will stand against you in court. And I will make sure you are jailed. You beat this boy again, the same thing I will do for you. They look at my eyes very well. Huh? I'm a learned fellow. You touch this woman, I will guarantee you by the grace of God in heaven. That intercession will not redeem your, court sentence, your, your 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 jail sentence. I say, get away from my sight. A man who beats a woman, angels will beat him. A woman who slapped the husband, angels will slap him. Are you dead with me now? Anybody who is violent, Malachi chapter three, verse, verse 14, apply to you. Really from verse 10. You know? If you are a violent person in marriage, God hates you. That's what the Bible says. But you see, in the midst of it, the boy got 12 A-stars. You know what I said to that boy from the time he spoke to me about two years ago? I said to him, block your mind from your father. There are things that happen in your life that you must block your mind from them or else they will wreck your future. Your father came alone you happen to come through him as a vehicle to this world. Don't let his decision stop your destiny. I said, behave as if it does not exist. I told the young boy that there is a boy in this church, a man in this church now, whose father and mother died at the age of six. He grew. He's here. He's a graduate. Now, not only in the whole, the whole family. One studied, graduated, and helped others to study. I said to him, you know, it is possible if if a believer should know how to shut his mind away from problems he cannot solve, and leave that to God to solve, so that you can face the problem in life you can solve, and advance in life, for you will not have any excuse before God. Oh, my husband, my husband, they shut the part of that husband, so that you can concentrate on what is good. Someone is saying that, is it possible? It is possible. Separate the man from the conduct. Love the man, hate the conduct. You don't understand what I'm saying? Why should I lock myself in a room and begin to think about how hopeless, how hopeless my life is? The life I've not even done anything with yet. And I'm thinking that if my wife cooperates with me, what about if she doesn't cooperate? Have you read anywhere that your wife needs to cooperate with you to pass degree in university? Excuse me, somebody. Ah, do you need cooperation of your husband to be able to learn a skill? You don't. If you didn't have a husband. Will you not eat? Come on now. I love it so much. Yes. That is a part. I we together now. Separate that part, that love, from the part that should succeed in life. I will together now. Let's assume that my husband was not, you know, you know, somebody's husband, a woman now, not mine, so that I don't say that I approve of them. <laughs> Hallelujah, somebody. Somebody's, a woman's husband, I think I'm clear now. Or my own wife, yes. Uh huh. He greeted them male and female. Not male and male, or female and, God bless. Now, listen to me. So, my wife does not cooperate with me. My, or your husband did not cooperate with you. Look if I succeed, she will cooperate too. And if you that woman succeed, your husband will beg for you, he will begging you for cooperation, because you're loaded. looted. There is are me. Will her husband not cooperate? <laughs> somebody, somebody I mean they say they, twice. They, they, they Let's assume that the husband of Theresa May had been misbehaving before. Serious, serious one. Now Theresa May now became prime minister. Do you think that man will need any adjudicator or mediator to settle the problem? He is the one who will settle it. The moment he says that he shall have been appointed, and everybody is shouting, Theresa May, Theresa Theresa May here, he will quickly settle before the day of determination. Really? If they say that, but you are a bad man, you say, that was before. <laughs> Don't look at me like yesterday. I mean, Teresa, I'm just behind you, you know. I, I really love you, you see. Anything I'll do for you, yeah? Now, hence you understand that now, those of you who are getting bogged down because your partner is not cooperative, come on, get out of it. God has a plan for you. Even if your husband does not. If the father you have never cared. He didn't send you to the world. You came as a reward of his enjoyment. There's a God who sent you. Number two. Understand this. That God says no man can access it. So. He says. I know my plans towards you says the Lord the Lord. Plans to prosper you. God wants you to prosper. And not to harm you. God doesn't want you to be harmed. Plans to give you hope. And a future. There's a hope for you. And you have a future. I can't understand you here. There's a song that says... I have, I have a living hope. I have a future. Have a future. God, has a God has a plan for me. For this is, for this is, Jesus. Jesus, you have my strong foundation. I, I can stand secure. Jesus, you have my strong foundation. I put my hope in your hope. I put my hope. However, it is written, I have a plan for you. I know my plan for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. So anything that seeks to harm you, is not part of the bargain of God. Don't accept it. To give you a hope, anything that tries to dash your hope can never come from God. Do not accept it. God doesn't do evil. Anything that tries to abrogate your future, certainly, it doesn't matter who is, who is the machine trying to make that happen. It has no power or jurisdiction over you unless you concede to defeat. Because God is in control. Listen. I'm talking about God's plan for your life. Hmm. Look at 3 John very quickly. What does he say? 2. Dear friends, I pray that you may enjoy what? Good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting well. The other translation says, I hope that you enjoy, your, your, above all things, I hope that you might prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. Come on now. Now, God's will has been given to you. Now, this is the will of John himself by the Holy Spirit. Listen to me. You have the right to be happy if you are born again. If you are not born again, you have the right to be sorry. Okay? If you are not born again, sorrow may come your way. All those problems, just take it as part of the nuggets. But if you are born again, you will not accept everything that knocks your door because the wish of the word of God for you is that you have good health. So if you have your health attack, attack, you have the right to, dis- to, to, to separate yourself from that sickness and kill that sickness. You have the right to do so. Because it's not part of what God has given you. I wish that you prosper and be of good health. Anything that seeks to get you miserable, it can't come from God. It can't come from God. I have met some Christians They said that my spiritual father cursed me. He talked nonsense. Which spiritual father has authority to curse? In the New Testament, God gave us authority to bless and never to curse. Part of the job description of a minister is bless them. Curse them not. So if a minister feels angered by anything that he thinks that someone had done and he curses him, he has derogated from his primary function and so that which he says is a non grata. You understand know what I'm saying? It, it is baseless and unfounded. It, it has no meaning, silly, stupid, and senseless. You didn't get what I'm saying? I'm saying that if a pastor or a general overseer or a bishop or pope or anybody who calls himself a man of God curses either a witch, or oh, born again. He had derogated. And what he has said remains in his mouth only. For those who are born again, God said through Abraham, Whoever curses you, I God will curse. So why is a Christian afraid that somebody curses me? The Bible says God will not allow the curse of Balaam to happen to Israel. God turned the curses to so blessing. If I offend you, you have no right to curse me because I offended you. Yes, you don't have right to curse me because Cursing is not part of the sentence of offense in the scripture. Why should a minister curse a Christian? Those ministers who come to the pulpit and curse their people, okay, because there is a lacuna between them and God. Why would they curse Christians? They have derogated from God. That is a gap, a a chasm. A void between them and the God who created heavens and earth. Because God said to Christians, Whosoever blesses you, I will bless. So if a man have common sense, and he can understand that, if you curse a child of God, who will curse you? God. If anybody said that what he did to me was so terrible, so I will curse him. Have you not done more terrible things to God? Did God curse you? So you have no right to curse any human being. Either they are witches or wizards, anything they are. Hmm? If the witches eat your leg, the problem is not the witch. It's why do you put your leg by the can't <laughs> eat it? And use your, use your leg for as a twin stick. Where did you leave your leg? Where did you leave your leg, man? <laughs> you know, these are the things that Christians are made to, to be thinking. Yes, It's garbage. Let us think the word. remember last week I told you, the word is, yes, is written, yes, and it's what is valid. Are we together now? The word is. Alright? Once it's spoken, it is. If you have not entered into it, it's not that the word is going to be. No, the word is already. You won't walk into it. It is valid and true. Every other thing that happens around you, contrary to the word, those things are false. The truth is what the Bible says about you. I will drive you into one thing now before I finish. 15 minutes, I'll be over. So, it says, Beloved, I wish above all things that you might prosper and be of good health. Even as what? The problem of believers is the state of mind. It's a state of mind. Those of you who listen to me here and all over the world, listen very carefully. You know, when I begin to say things and I go back to my root. <laughs> don't miss it. Many of you have been brainwashed by people who profess to know God, but they have no contact with the Lord. I, Apostle Alfred T.B. Williams an apostle of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, not by the decision of men, but by the will of he who had appeared to me over 14 times. I tell you, if the Bible does not say something black and white, if anybody hand over to you philosophy, you end up with nothing, with God. The intellect of man, contrary to what is written, can earn you nothing. You will grow up in the daytime looking for light. For the entrance of His Word brings light. As far as I'm concerned, this scripture is true. God has a plan for me, I have a hope, I have a future. And it is the plan of God that will be fulfilled in my life. I believe it! But your mind must catch up. Look at the book of Joshua chapter 1. Let me take you through some few things. Joshua chapter 1. And I will help you understand the basis of this scripture. It says in Joshua chapter 1 verse 1. After the death of Moses. Anywhere you see Moses they have put Jesus Christ there. Because Moses was the one who led them out of Egypt. Jesus is the one who led it out of the Egypt of this world. So understand what the Bible is saying. It says, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord said to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses is eight. The next verse, Moses, my servant is dead. Now then, you and all these people, get ready to what? Cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to what? Give to them To the Israelites, I will give you where? I will give you every place where you set your foot as I promised Jesus. The earth and the fullness, the world, listen to me. I don't like the way you read. The earth and the world, he has... He has founded it and who shall or he that has and those who do not know they will what? And such who then And that who the Lord, the Lord lift up and that who the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the Lord, turn your hands together by the King of Heaven the last thing. Don't be intimidated. Anywhere you think into, God is waiting for you in good things. Don't limit your thinking. I just told them in New Cross, every one of you who are youth, since you left university, I give you 10 years to earn six figures. Min, maximum. Maximum. From your five years after your fourth degree, begin to apply for jobs of six figures. Equip yourself. Have the knowledge of the companies you want to go and do interview. Study them behind the button. Everything about them is on the website. When you get to interview, let your interviewer learn from you about their own company. Are you with me? Some of you already are hitting that. I'm very happy for those of you who already hit that. I'm so glad. One of them came to me last two weeks and said, Look. That I have two interviews. One is, you know, in Dubai for 120,000 pounds, and one is in London here for 130,000 pounds. I say, You got it. Just choose what you want. The one you want, I seal it. I see who will say you won't get it. You went for the first interview, they have called have a final interview this week. Yeah. Yeah. The truth that I know today, if I knew it 30 years ago, I would have been the Prime Minister of Great Britain. But I have decided now that I know. Maybe I have 25 years more to live, but 30 years to live, London will shake. Hmm? Huh? Good. Are we together? He says, I will give you every place. Yeah, there's the Lord. Extend your horizon. Then it says, your feet must step in, then I will give you. But if you stand and begin saying that, oh, I love this, oh, I love this, God can't do anything about what you love. The moment you step up to get it, then God says, come on now. The last strength you have, you step out, and then God will bless that strength. I will get that? now. You have been imagining good things for too long. Now, do it. All of you who did law, I want to see you. So that we, 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 that our information that I'm getting in the field of law now, none of my lawyers here will be local lawyer. Yes, 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 yes. Those of you who have just graduated and you are working now and stuff like that, look, the best three in the country is your target. Then UN, World Trade Organization. There is nothing that is stopping any one of you. I, I'm doing studies about them now. There is nothing that is stopping any one of you to become a panel, a member of panel in WTO, or an appellate member of WTO. It's just a matter of, with your first degree, do you answer arbitrators? Three years, you are fellow. It doesn't stop where you are working. when they sit and decide about the economy of the world, I want to see you sit down there to tell them what they would do by God. And those of you who want to hear the parliament, join the party that win in your area, go for the parliament. Pray, pray for them, pray for them, protest. I'm not in the business of protesting in this country anymore. I'm in the business of what is happening here. How can I help? I don't care who rules the, the country. What is, what is the position? How can I help? If it is, if it is spiritual, you give them. If it is intellectual, you give them. You must rule in this city. That is, your, that is your destiny. You don't have anything less. My Bible tells me that if you can step your feet, they are the, the, the fear of everybody. You don't think like people. People always say that it's not possible, it's not possible. The Bible says with God, all things are what? Possible. All things are possible. Look, look at, look at, look at the next one. Very quickly. He says, your territory will extend from the desert of Lebanon and from the Great River to Euphrates, all the Hittite countries to the Great Sea. What does that tell you? No man determines your limit in your work. God determines it. Yes? He has said to him that just step everywhere. Just go. Step your feet. Step your feet. And he says that your eye will decide your territory. Even, let me say this to you. Some people were occupying those territories at the time. But God had given it to, to Joshua. Okay? The high office that you will ascend to. Some people are sitting there now. But when the time comes, they will vacate the seat for you. You don't understand what I'm saying? There will be vacancy because of you. Whenever they say they do Majah, what do you mean by major? Major means that some people have to be promoted. Why some people have to be sacked? Hallelujah, somebody. That is the time you know those who serve God. When they are saying to all the rest of them that we are sorry, we are sorry, we are sorry, for you is elevation. Nobody decide your limit on earth. Witches cannot, wizards cannot, your parents cannot, your husband or wife cannot. You are the only one who can decide your own limit. God said, "I will I'll give you up to this area, boundaries." Look at the next one very quickly. I think I'm getting almost finished now. Shall we read this together, myself? I love you so much. The number of grace. Say it again. Say it again. Say it one more time. Do you know now? Say it to yourself. A professor came and told you that I will make sure you fail. When you when you destroy all his intelligence by showing more excellent knowledge than that professor, the professor will call for you and say that I didn't know that you are so intelligent. Now we are friends. <laughs> they fail me because the lecturer doesn't like me. Forget it. When Daniel one seventeen happens to your head, Daniel one seventeen, Daniel was a slave in the foreign land. And the spirit of knowledge came upon him for academics and for spiritual. Daniel distinguished himself among all satraps. He became a cabinet minister. They tried everything to oppose Daniel to the place of throwing him into the lion's den. For the first time, man and lion became friends. In the cave, listen to me. I say, God said no one will be able to oppose you. Shedrach, Michigan, and Abednego, they said, look at the fire, we will throw it there. Those who threw them in the fire died because of the heat of the fire. Okay? But they lived. The fire broke their chains and destroyed their bondage. Come on. Is it it the God of Shedrach, Michigan, and Abednego that you are serving? Are you serving the God of Daniel? So how can he do that in those days? And in this day? you think he will leave you and forsake you? No one can oppose you. There's nobody who can oppose you. If anybody tells you that there's a the power that can oppose you, lie. You don't need to pray about it. You don't need to pray about it. You only need to think about him, God, in the past. And then you know where he is now. Someone boasts that I will make sure I fire you in this office. If God spare him, he'll be there when you are promoted. If God doesn't spare him, he's the one who has fired himself with his mouth and he'll be fired. No one will be able to oppose you. Listen to me. Look, the Bible says God gave knowledge to Meshach, and Abednego that they came to Babylon at the age of 13. And they knew Babylonian language in a short time better than those born in Babylon. Look, I don't know where you came from, to England. Don't you understand that even if you came from somewhere to England and you are not English like myself, my name is Alfred T. the other one I'm called, Williams. Are you together now? How did I get English name? If I'm not an Englishman from beginning. Tell me who gave me English name. Who gave that one? Who gave me the English name? For the fact that God created my ancestors in Africa and an Englishman came and took my grandfather as a slave. Finish! If you take a slave, the Bible says it is your own. So it had become part of the family. Yeah? So, and he gave my father his own name, Alfred Teophilus Williams, okay? Yeah? And my, my grandfather. And my grandfather didn't know the name of his ancestors anymore. So tell me, tell me, tell me, in England that I'm not an Englishman? If I like, I can be Englishman today, tomorrow I'm a Welshman, and next tomorrow I'm a Scottishman. If it is United Kingdom, anywhere United Kingdom belongs to me. Hallelujah, somebody? What about you two? Don't worry about it. your name can be Kilimanjaro. It does not matter. <laughs> Look, let me show you something here. Let me show you something here. Someone is saying that, but but, 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 but we are the Fuji. But, 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 but. Look at the book of Jeremiah 29. We started it from verse 4. We'll come back to this one. Jeremiah 29 verse 4. Very quickly, please. It says, shall we together? This is what the Lord... Am I hearing that God said he's the one who carried them to Babylon? But do you know, in the physical, God didn't show up. Nebuchadnezzar just went and fought against Israel. And took slaves. Among them, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego, and Daniel. So, when they were fighting and they were taking slaves, it was the hand of God. And God said, I took you to Babylon. Babylon. Not Nebuchadnezzar. I use Nebuchadnezzar as an instrument. I'm the God who came and picked you up. All of you pick you, pick you, pick you. Because you need to rule in Babylon. You need to rule. It is Babylon I have given the power and the knowledge and the wealth and everything. And there is no way you can be particular if I don't take you by force through, through refugee. Something will chase you from your country and you will find yourself in another country. Come on now, listen to me therefore. Why? Because God's hand is in it. All these refugees that are, that are getting into a boat and coming to Europe, tell me the man who is arranging it. If a man can, then you should go and arrange one. It just happens simultaneously that they are entering Europe from everybody. From African side, they were coming. From Syria, they were coming. From Afghanistan, they were coming. From Pakistan, they were coming. Everybody's invading Europe. You think, you think it's just happening because some people are cartel? They are not cartel. They had the voice of God. It is a time for shifting people among the earth because of the end time manifestation of God's power. So if you find yourself an Englishman and you discover your color is not a white man, why? God put you here. Let it be known to you. Some people say that I'm going home for good. You don't have any home. This is your home. Do you hear me? Your good is here. Where you came from, you may give them the change, but this is where your good is. God said, as they are going as exile, Jeremiah, tell them for me, I am the one who carried them into Babylon. Eh? Now, when they get to Babylon, tell them this. Look at the next verse. Shall we read the next verse together? Build houses! Say build houses! Beat. Say it again!
1: Beat. I can't hear you!
0: Beat. I can't hear you! If you have not built your own house, they have not finished building houses in London. That's why they have shortage of houses. It's your turn to build. I say it's your turn to build. Come on now. It's your turn to build houses. If God said build houses, it means that the moment you make the move, He will help you. But if you are staying in a, a, a personal renting house, renting house, nothing God can do. He commanded you to build houses. When I saw that situation, I said, God, you didn't say build houses, you said houses. A house merchant. A PLC. Ah. Until my housing corporation becomes a PLC, there will be no solution to housing problem in UK. Do you understand? They are waiting for you. Look at the next thing he says, what? Settle! What did he say? <coughs> he didn't hear me. What did God say? Tell somebody. Settle down! That's why I told you that if you do not marry England, you can't be blessed in England. I'm going to win house for good. This is your home. This is your home. When I retire, I will retire where? Here you retire. (laughs) Somebody, can you understand? How can you be in a place like this and you retire to some other place? They will, you will soon run away from there. I mean, there is no, there is no, there is no, uh, retire. When you are trying to do good thing and light goes away, then you will notice where you came from. I will get the now? When you are driving and somebody stops your car and says, uh, yes, can I check your particular? I say, why? And they say, why? You're under arrest. <laughs> but You don't have the right to do so. You don't have the right to do so. you are speaking English now. When you reach station, you will change your language. After they have dealt with you, the next available flight will be too too early for you. The Bible says where where I'm taking you to? Settle there. Say settle. You know if you don't have the mind of settlement, that's why you can't get all the blessing at that. Don't care about any other place. Until God move you to another place, where He move you. Settle. Settle there. And he says what? Plant gardens. And eat what they produce. That is do business. Do business. Put your head in every business that is good. Not criminal business. I mean good. That's why I told you. Acquire knowledge and skill. Free of charge in England. Do you know something? We are not, we are not activated Article 50 yet. You can go to today. You can just move. Today, now to, to Germany. Germany is looking for many of you. Before they do Article 50, you are still a European. Are we together now? Look for the best of Europe, migrate, settle there. Look at what it says plant garden and eat. I love the next one so much. Shall we say that? Did you hear that? So since you came to England, if you have not married and have sons and daughters, you haven't fulfilled. You must marry. And you must have sons and daughters. God will not move you until you have fulfilled. Build house, set through, marry and have sons and daughters. Look at what I read here. He says again, find wife for who? And Come on, he said, find wife for your son. Fathers, don't don't close your eyes. When your sons choose wife, open your eyes and find her. You are a more matured man. When you see a woman, the way he walks warmly, you can tell the destination. Yeah? You have lived in this world enough to tell your son that that kind of waka waka, this is where it's going to end. say, <laughs> shut the door. Eh? And when you see the one that walks straight, You can say, that one, don't let her go. Even if you let her go, I will marry her for you. Are we together now? Yeah? Look at what it says here. Marry and have sons and daughters. Find wives for your sons and give your daughters what? So that they too will have Shall we read the last one together? Say it again. Increase and increase and don't you understand that God knows all the potency of this world? I told my wife, Mommy, when I read this thing in Lagos, I said, "Ah, I wish I knew these things 35 years ago. Every year, another child, every year, another child. 20 years, 25 years, I will have 20 children by the same woman. (laughs) Hallelujah. The Bible command me to increase, but you know, if I know I'm going to have so many children, then I will write so many books, huh? Because I must be rich enough to send all the children to university. My head will be very hot. Not just having children for gyro, because when there is no gyro. All of you with gyroscope. (laughs) Hello? I said, mommy, you know, God just... (sighs) Now, I'm here. She said that, thank God for you. (laughs) That you did not hear since then. (laughs) Do you know something? God didn't say, I will bless you to increase. No, he said, it is your own duty to increase. I have blessed you. For you, increase. Use the ability I give you. Capacity. Increase! And there, God said, don't decrease. Not only in childbearing, in success. Don't decrease. Any career you are, look for the top of the career. Everything that man should do to get there, do it and forge yourself ahead. Push your head through. This is the word of God. This is the will of God. This is God's plan for you. In whatever you do, we'll prosper. Right. Go back to Joshua. And we we'll finish the Joshua. He says, no one can oppose you. Anyway, as I was with Jesus, I will be with with you. I will never leave you now. Does that look like the statement of Jesus Christ? Come on, somebody say yeah. yeah. Somebody say yeah. yeah. You know, we Christians should recognize this. We have been, many believers have always stood at at the bottom of the ladder so that they give you crumbs. No, we say no to that forever. We should dictate the share, the board you should belong to. You know, those of you who are, you know, young folks, do you know you can apply to, you know, corporate organization to be, uh, you know, uh, a, a board member without, without even being paid? Various charities, you can go to the board. is by applying. You can be governors of schools. Instead of complaining about the curriculum, go there to dictate what curriculum should be taught to our children. You can join the police complaint borough so that you are part of those who will regulate the police. I'm very sure that if a policeman stops you on the way and you are talking and you mention that you are part of the, the police complaint borough, I'm sure that the police will be very careful what he tells you. If he has been talking to you anyhow before, he will change his tone instantly. Don't you know that the police are under the authority of the civilians? Huh? Anything you are doing, set your heart to the top. To the top. Become judges. Become QCs. Become, become, um, become the heads and the authority in medical council. People will take decisions. You know something... Deuteronomy the 28, it says that you will not be tail, you will be head. That is whatever you are doing. That's why we have to change our thinking. Equip yourself with everything. Christian, don't sleep eight hours. One hour is enough for your body in 24 hours. Doctors may have with what I'm saying. You know, we, we we sleep seven hours because that is how we were trained. Even when you were born, they make you sleep one hour and wake you up throughout the day, you will have to sleep. Your clock of sleeping will wake up at one hour. You know, sometimes I have walked and walked and walked and walked and walked. And I said, I set my alarm now to to sleep for four hours. Two hours. For one reason or the other, I will wake up. When I wake up, I look at my alarm. I said, the alarm has not run. Why should I wake up? I look at my time. I want to get up. And I heard God say clearly to me, you can live the whole day just for two hours sleep. He said, it's your decision. I got up. Throughout the day, I didn't feel asleep because my brain is occupied doing something. Uh, the brother was, who we came together from New Cross was asking me that. He said, Daddy, why is it that, you know, I, I started praying every hour, every hour. Then I couldn't after some time. What can I do? And I told him straight away. Every good thing that human being decide to do, their flesh is their first enemy. I said, what you should do to maintain your prayer is what you need to do to become a genius, is what you need to do to become the, ex- the most excellent in your career, because the discipline of good things, your body hates it. If you, have, if you go to doctor, doctor said that your heart, you will pack up in, in six months if you don't go for exercise. You start the exercise, they say, do exercise one hour a day. You say there running about... On the streets. They do exercise first week, second week, third week, you'll be feeling weary. Your body hates success. You have to stem this flesh to be successful in everything. Whatever you give your flesh is what your flesh will adapt to. Give him sleep, good sleep, bad, a long sleep. He will adapt to long sleep that when you want to wake up, you can't wake up anymore. Give him a brief sleep and occupy the whole time. When you want to study for, 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 you know, for an examination, is it not by just saying that, okay, I will read four hours every day? Start it. The first week you read. Second week you begin to see that you begin to go backwards. You are struggling to meet it up. Why? It's not demon. It is your flesh. Separate flesh from demons. Same thing with prayer. So I said to him, what you can do is that get some other people that you are praying together, text one another. Is that not what you are doing now for exercise? That's what they introduce for exercise now. Three of us are, are uh, reminding one another for how many steps have you worked? It's now your working steps. Because everything is driving a car, joining the bus uh, train. Instead of you to walk from here to the next station, you'll be waiting for one hour looking for bus. <laughs> looking for bus. <laughs> bus. We're asked, 20 minutes work, you have gotten there. Bus will not come for 15 minutes. Then will take you take another five, eight, 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 whatever, who knows? Your body is your greatest enemy so subject your body to your discipline to your mind so that what you think in your mind good things is what your body must carry out i love it in closing it says be strong and courageous that's all tell somebody to be strong tell them to be courageous say again be strong and courageous Say it again, be strong and courageous. Why? Let's true. Because you will. A leader, be A leader must be ahead of those he is leading. A leader must be ahead of those he is leading. A leader must be ahead of those he is leading. Let me say this to you, let me talk to black race. I want to change our reasoning in this age. There is a paper that I am writing on now that I will be delivering on WTO, World Trade Organization. Now, this is it. Listen attentively. The developing countries form two-thirds of membership of World Trade Organization. Now, but the problem is this. In the decision-making, they are not represented. Yes? So, they gave developing countries a lot of privileges. Like the rule they made for dispute settlement, that, okay, if, you know, for, for developing countries, any dispute you bring out to the DSU, it must, be, you know, it must settle in 30 days, 90, or 90 days. For developing countries, they, will let, they give them the privilege to extend... The period, and if the period they are not settled, they can now see the 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 decision makers and also extend it again. They gave them various privileges that they thought the 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 developed world does not have, but listen to me. When I was reading that studies yet a lot of papers about discrimination against the developing countries. Now I started reading the papers on the discrimination. The first thing they said was that because they don't have a lot of qualified people. Okay? The second thing is because of their governmental bureaucracy. The government are bureaucratic. <laughs> and I thought I beg to differ. Kofi Annan is a Ghanaian. He was the head of United Nations. Is that not intelligent? Is that not qualified? What about Umwala of Nigeria? She is director of World Bank. Look, look, look. What about my professor teaching me? He's a Ghanaian. And he pieces. Go to the organization. So, when they said, therefore, that in developing countries do not have qualified people, they don't mean people who are red, but this is it. Those who are qualified in the, in the third world, when the country will have to assign somebody, they will assign their own unqualified men. Okay. Because the qualified man don't have business with bureaucracy and all those nonsense. A person who read and his head is correct cannot be held bound by useless politician who has nothing to do than to just to look for how to make money. So, no, 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 no. There's a problem in that. There's a problem in that. I think God is bringing people from third world, which embraces India, China, you know, Malaysia, and all Africans and Caribbean, God is bringing them to England because God wants you guys to change things over there. Because this is it. How long can we be part and the majority of decision makers in the world, but those who made the decisions are few because we have not proved ourselves? In the plane, I read an article about Nigeria. China government went to Nigeria with the Asian Development Bank the Vice President of remember, to help Nigeria to do some project. But on the other side of it, I read about a, a, a project that the European government had given grants to West African countries, ECOWAS, isn't it? They gave grants to ECOWAS to build infrastructure. All ECOWAS countries signed it, but Nigeria refused to sign. I said, who is their head in Nigeria? They refused to sign. Why? They said because if they sign it, it will it will bring influx of imported materials. I want to I want to interview the minister for trade to hear from him. Really, I'm doing research this week, investigation this week to get the details, document that document they are giving them. If you if you go to Africa, out of Nigeria, the next country is Benin Republic, okay? Togo, Ghana, Cote d'Ivoire, Sierra Leone, Liberia, all those countries they don't have one road express road that goes from the north from the south to the north they don't have it they don't have it it's only nigeria that has one what is the issue with that if they build a coastal line along africa expressway eight lanes and in each african country they build even if it's four lanes or eight lanes from the south to the north every village farmer can easily access the main road and quickly send their commodities to the south where the port is. Free trade. They say that they are ECOWAS. The free trade so that anyone can move from Ghana to Nigeria within a few minutes. You can go to Sierra Leone from Nigeria within a few minutes. Which means that those who are trading can easily go. And what do they mean by by, by, by uh, what do you call it now? Uh, import, import, import flooding their gates. Already the Naira is useless. How do you, if you let import come, let them come massively. That has nothing to do with the economy. An economy that the, the, the money is devalued. Those of you who did economics, you understand what I'm saying? Bringing goods. Devalued economy is for an exporting nation. A common sense. So if they say that we did not, they did not have qualified people in third world countries, can you understand what I'm saying? They want to give you 16 billion to do road. Free, not loan. You don't want to sign it because of sentiments. Maybe somebody is thinking that how much will come to my pocket and also may God deal with all of them. Now, let me say something to you. Therefore, you who are here must what? Wake up. If you, as a British, but you are black, become a member of WTO, You will serve the interests of Europe and the interests of Africa. If you can't go as an African, you can rise to the rank as a European. That's what I'm talking about. Be strong. I didn't hear you. Tell somebody be strong. Be courageous. Have confidence in yourself. Look. Egg become cock. You don't have cock in England. Cock. Cock that has the male chicken. You have chicken. You have hen. You have cock. Eh? Chicken and cock. They develop from egg. If egg is not confident in himself, it will not become chick. If chick is not confident in himself, it will not grow to become chicken or cock. Whatever you have, don't, don't look at yourself and then begin to compare yourself with somebody who had added more value to himself. Just think along your, with your own group. What you have, be confident in it. Don't compare yourself with your mates who has done more. There are people who have PhD today, and they are earning, you know, 56,000 pounds. And there are people who are just students today, by the time, five years' time, they'll be earning hundred and something thousand. The PhD who taught them is earning 65,000. So, what I'm saying to you is that, don't allow what you are not to stifle what you ought to become. Celebrate what you are, be happy with what you have, but add values today to what you have, so that tomorrow can be better. Satan won't rub me. Stand up on your feet and let's pray. I want us to lift up our voice and pray for boldness and courage. Tell the Lord, give me boldness. Give me courage, O God. Lord, grant me boldness and courage. The Bible says, What eyes have not seen, what ears have not had, that God has prepared for those who love Him. He said, God has revealed to us. God has revealed this to who to us. Tell the Lord, open my eyes in this new month. Help me to see in this new month. Let me see into who I am. Reveal your plan for me to me. What are the plans of God for you? It says only you can know it. God has revealed it to us by His Spirit. The Spirit starts all things, even the deep things of God. Tell the Lord, I want to know more of myself. I want to discover myself, Lord Jesus. Open my eyes, O oh God. Open my eyes, O oh God. Open my eyes, O oh God. Give me understanding about me. Give me more this. More knowledge of you that you have, it makes you bolder. More knowledge of you makes you bolder. Rebuild the spirit of intimidation and timidity. Come against it in the name of Jesus. You are more than what you think you are. God has a plan for you. God has a hope for you. God has a future for you. Lift up your voice and pray. Lord, give me boldness in myself. Give me courage to meet the people. A leader must be courageous, and a leader must live with example. When God appoints you as a leader, he has given you everything to be. And every one of you, you are a leader in a capacity, even to the primary school children. Tell the Lord, grant me boldness, courage, 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 Lord. Give me courage to fulfill everything that you give me in my imagination. If it is thinkable... It is doable. If it is thinkable, it is doable. You can change the face of history. Tell the Lord, help me to discover myself. The potential you have put in me. The greatness that you have made in me. Tell the Lord. Father, we bless you. We glorify thy holy name. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Come on, let me hear your amen. When you say amen, what you are saying is so be it. Hallelujah. Let me pronounce blessing upon you. And that which I say will happen to you. Father, these are your people. He said, however it is written. However it is written. The Lord Almighty has sworn, surely as I plan it shall be, and as I purpose it will stand. I declare over your life that the plans of God will overtake all your plans. The purpose of which God created you, unshown will come upon you that you fulfill the purpose. So the last day that you live on earth, you will be relevant. No matter how old you are. The Bible says Moses was 120 years old. He was still leading people. When Caleb was 80 years, he led the army to battle. The older you grow, I say, the stronger you shall become. The older you go, I say, the bolder you shall become. Every sickness in your body that seeks to hinder you, I cause them to die in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He says, I know my plans for you, the plan will give you hope. Everything that tries to dash your hope, may they be destroyed from their roots. He says, my plan is to give you a future. Any man or spirit that tries to f- stifle your future, hinder you, I bind and forever in the name of Jesus. Every form of discouragement that the devil sent to you, I declare that your spirit will arise in the midst of discouragement. That discouragement will turn to courage for you. I say, that discouragement will turn to courage for you. The hindrances the devil has placed before you, they will become the ladder of promotion for you. The Lord changed your heart. The Lord changed your mind. The Lord turned your heart around. You will begin to reason like God. You will begin to reason with God. Every good idea that God has given you. Ability to step out. Receive in the name of Jesus. The faith that releases provision from heaven. Receive it in the name of Jesus as of Nazareth. If anybody tell you, you cannot do something good. That statement to you shall be nothing. I declare, Association that can destroy your destiny, May the Lord cut them off you forever. Yeah. Association that can shipwreck or mislead you and your children, May the Lord cut them off from you forever. May the Lord banish their step from your home. May they never know your death anymore. Those that God has ordained, Who can see true, Who can see right, Your Jeremiah's, Who can see your almond tree, I call them to begin to manifest over you, <laughs> men and women. Your oholeil and bezaleil, people who can support your wisdom and create that which you are thinking. Moses, we think oholeil and I are, are given by God to translate it into reality. All your Ohole and bezaleil may them begin to come across your path. May the Lord link you with them. Your month of October shall be a great month. It shall be the month of your visitation, God. It shall be the month of empowerment of this house. It shall be the month of exaltation of this house. The Lord will lift you from the dust of the earth. You shall become that which God has ordained you to be. So shall it be in the name of Jesus Christ. None of you will regret your life. My God and King will guard your heart and mind and protect you from shipwrecking. In the day, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, in the day of God's visitation, you shall not be found wanting. Your zeal will not be killed in the name of Jesus Christ. The Lord will keep your flame burning. So shall it be and so it is in Jesus' anointed name. Somebody say amen. Come on somebody say amen. Come on somebody say amen. Put your hands together for the King of heaven. Hallelujah forevermore. Hallelujah forevermore. Turn to someone beside you and congratulate them in the name of Jesus. Amen forevermore. My, 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 my! Take your seats in the heavenly places. I think I'll be calling Pastor. I decided to come and take our offering today. Let's just welcome. Were you blessed at all today? Tell somebody I'm blessed. Say I am blessed. The way you say blessed, I don't like it. You you say blessed like a man that is really blessed. Amen. You know, I am blessed. blessed. Hallelujah. The Lord strengthen and bless you more. Pastor Adesop. Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to bring our tithes and our offering to the Lord with a heart that is full of thanks. Amen.